0: Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Postia. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment, and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity.
1: Hi, Nathaniel here. The other day, um, I went to a time of fellowship with some men, just getting together. We get together every Friday morning at 6. I know it's quite early for some of you. And we have a chat, and sometimes we allow each other to to share in the largest circle. Uh, We even pray for each other and it's just a really good uh, men's uh, get-together. And this is every Friday morning. Now this particular Friday, um, I invited a uh, guest who hasn't been to anything like this before. And um, as we shared and we opened up and discussed things between us men, he felt uh, very comfortable to share his story. And his story is quite uh, challenging in the sense because he experienced a lot of trauma, a lot of loss in his life. And uh, I sort of felt, I felt for him as he was just telling us his story. And after the chat, the chat goes on for about an hour and then everyone has to go back to work. And uh, by seven o'clock, you know, we, we leave the place and we, we have to go. But on this particular day with this guy that came through, I just couldn't just leave him there after he shared his story, even though we were nice to him and encouraged him and gave him a lot of hope. I just felt that he hadn't emptied out. He, there was a lot more that he was you know, going to share if somebody gave him the ears or the chance or the heart to hear him. So I invited him back to our business. Now our business is not so far from here, only about 10-15 minutes away from here. Uh, it's a new business. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, so we started up a factory where we make windows, double-glazed windows. And uh, I'm working during the day there as well, and I do the coaching, and I'm involved I'm in quite a number of things. So I invited him to that office, and he came through, and we spent another hour, an hour and a half, chatting about, you know, his story, and what it meant for him to be with the guys in the morning, and also the feelings that he's going through and the hope and the perspective that he has. Now, all this uh, together, everything, all the scenario that I'm talking about has a purpose here because what I want to talk about today is called empathy, empathy. And the the scenario that I've given to you is related to empathy because that's how you empathize with people. It is uh, trying to understand what they're going through even though you yourself may or may not have gone through the experiences that they have trying to understand the feelings the emotions that they are experiencing and also to to be there uh, enough for them to offer them some sort of way forward and uh, one of the biggest components of emotional intelligence is this empathy i know maybe it's a new term maybe it's something that you've heard but not really understood how it works or what it refers to so today today we're going to unpack this empathy as part of eq to have more clarity on how we can engage with other people and develop our social awareness Uh, in your in your show notes which are available on eq.org.au also in the links that are provided wherever you're consuming and watching or listening to this content you will have these notes that i will refer back to so make sure that you download those if you're driving right now i know you can't download them so don't touch your phone just go afterwards when you're at the desktop and download them and keep them handy and just refresh the content that we're going through today so episode 29 develop an understanding of empathy empathy involves the ability to emotionally understand what other person is experiencing So basically, you have an awareness of the emotions that are going through the other person. And in some way or another, you are able to form an understanding of these emotions. Essentially, it is putting you in someone else's position and feeling what they must be feeling. So it's not putting yourself in their shoes and how you would feel about the scenario they're going through, or the experiences they're going through. So not how you would feel about that situation, but putting yourself in their shoes with their own feelings, with their own emotions. Mirroring what's going on in their lives, in the sense understanding the emotions they are feeling in that experience. That is empathy. Uh, As humans, we are equipped with mirror neurons that help us share emotional experiences and become more empathetic towards others. That means if somebody is experiencing grief, we can mirror that emotion in us and we know what grief means from our own experiences, from our own understanding of grief. And when we exercise empathy towards that person, we will feel the emotion that they are going through in that moment. So, for example, if somebody comes to you and they've lost somebody dear, somebody that is very close to them, the way you will appropriate that emotion, the way you can experience that that empathy in that moment is by reflecting of some sort of loss that you've had, some sort of grief you've had, somebody dear that you've lost, and what that meant to you. And then by adopting that feeling, that emotion, you can... Think now about how these people are feeling in their situation. It's not about you. It's just mirroring the emotion so you can be part of that uh, emotion that they are carrying. So that is exercising empathy. So we have this ability to mirror the emotion that somebody is going through. We can mirror the the sadness. We can mirror the happiness. If somebody is happy, we can be happy with them. If somebody is uh, unhappy, we can be unhappy with them in the sense we know how to get into the feeling with them. Sympathy versus empathy and compassion. Now, a lot of the times we miss this or we we confuse this or we, uh, we use different uh, attributes to describe what's going on in our lives or in some situations. And uh, some of the terms that are very associated with empathy, but they mean something else, uh, although at times we confuse them when we apply them, are sympathy and compassion. So sympathy, empathy, and compassion are closely linked, but they are different. So let me tell you how they differ. Sympathy involves more of a passive connection. Sympathy is like, I sympathize with you, but I will not carry the pain for you. I sympathize with with, uh, your grief, with your loss, but there's not much I can do about it. Sincere condolences. That's sympathizing right? Empathy generally involves a much more active attempt to understand another person. So it's basically, I sympathize with you, but I'm here to carry the weight with you. I'm here to grieve with you. That is empathy. So empathy goes a step further than just sympathizing with a person. It also differs from compassion, which relates to the desire to help, not just understand the person. So the compassion relates more to helping that person and saying, all right, you're going through this pain, or you lost somebody, dear, what can I do for you? So it's not so much understanding them, but it's more about helping them. It's like saying, all right, I understand you're grieving in this time, I'll come and cook for you, or I'll come and clean dishes for you or something. That is compassion. That is you're acting towards helping that person alleviate the pain in some way, But not so much sympathizing or empathizing with their emotion to understand their emotion, but it's more like an active way of bringing some aid or help to that person. So that's the difference between sympathy, compassion, and empathy. I hope that makes sense. Okay. There's uh, two types of uh, empathies. There's interpersonal empathy and social empathy, and we'll look at these two as well. Interpersonal empathy is the ability to feel for and with another person. And this rests on our unconscious ability ability to physically mimic the actions of others. So this is called mirroring. So for example, if somebody shares with you um, a sad story, let's say we were talking about grief, how they lost somebody dear to them. When they cry... The probability of you crying is very high because in that interpersonal relationship you exercise empathy and you begin to mirror what the other person is experiencing. So if they cry you probably will cry as well. So that emotion carries through and that this is interpersonal empathy where you have this unconscious ability to relate to their grief and to mirror the feeling that they're going through. Social empathy on the other hand leads us to take, in the context, other people's lives, other people's background. How might their lived experiences be based on the history of their lives? How has the history of the groups they may may be members of, whether by race, gender, ethnicity or religion, impacted their lives? So in social empathy, you're not just empathizing with the person, you're empathizing with the context where you don't just feel with the person, but you go one step further and and think about is How will this family or how does this social circle deal with grief? Based on this person's upbringing, what does it mean to to them to grieve? For example, in in some cultures, people grieve for a, a month and they just basically stop doing everything else and they just weep and they just spend a month grieving. So to understand and to empathize with these people, you need to have this social empathy to understand the whole context of that experience for them. Uh, uh, Let's say a lady could could suffer a lot deeper than a man, or at least she can express the emotions that they're feeling than a man, based on, on, uh, on gender as well. Um, men can be more enclosed or they can exercise more greed or they bounce back a bit quicker at times. This is, I'm not generalizing here. All I'm saying is based on the background, based on the ability to, to carry on, based on their ability to communicate what's going on inside their hearts, inside their minds. So a social empathetic person takes in account not just a personal relationship, but they take in account the things that make up Uh, the person in that social circle. So they begin to understand more of the context, more of the uh, upbringing, more of their, uh, uh, you know, the way they see life, the way they understand life, the way they process things. So it goes a lot wider than deeper. So interpersonal empathy is a bit deeper uh, and social empathy is wider. Why do we lack empathy. Why do we lack empathy? So I put this here because a lot of the times we are very selfish and life is so much about ourselves and we're living in a very individualistic society and we do lack empathy at times or we just simply don't notice what people are going through. And let me tell you something, most of the people that we come in contact with need a bit of love, need a bit of empathy. So if you get empathy both on a personal level but also in a social context, a lot of people will like you and they're, they're, you'll, you'll, you'll bring a lot of good to the people out there. So why do we lack empathy? We lack empathy because we fall victim to cognitive biases. We often attribute other people's failures to internal characteristics while blaming our own shortcomings on external factors. So let me explain this because this is very important. So these cognitive biases work like this. If I do something wrong. It's because I've been influenced to do something wrong. so let's say um, the other day I got really I fell i I got really hurt, injured at soccer while I was playing soccer. So if I foul some money, I say, well, you know, um, I got the wrong pass or i uh um, i uh, I wanted to to get through or it's it's from from an external or the you know why did you run so close to me why did you uh, come my way why didn't you so it's all about the external influences but if somebody hits me i say well what's wrong with you why are you tackling me why are you going at me there's something wrong with you let me give you another example something a bit easier something a bit more more um where it, this lands uh, a lot better than maybe soccer soccer is a good example but not everybody plays soccer so i get that so uh if i Let's say, if I, if I say something wrong to you, I'll say, oh, I was influenced by um, the way you spoke to me. Or I, I could say to you, um, you know, I heard that from somebody else, somebody else said that to me, so I just passed it on. So I attribute my wrongdoings to external influences. Now, if you say something wrong about me, or if you gossip about me, I will say, mate, you've got an issue, you're a gossiper. So I attribute your problems, or your behavior, to your personal issues, to your personal problems. So I say, you've got an internal problem, mate. You've got to sort it out. I don't have an internal problem. I've been influenced from the outside. So your problem is personal. My problem came from somebody else. That's the way we normally blame others, and that's why we don't show empathy. Kids do this very well. They, They will always find an excuse. They will always find a blame. That it wasn't their fault, whereas we, when when we face the reality that we also have an issue, we can empathize with other people. So one of the ways we lack the ability to empathize is we have these cognitive biases where we think that we are influenced by external forces, and that's why we make mistakes. And other people uh, are internally, uh, you know, evil. That's why they make mistakes. Number two. We dehumanize victims. We can think different people don't feel and behave the same as we do. So, uh, especially people who are distant from us, people who are far away. For example, let's say with COVID-19, in some countries, you know, thousands of people lost their lives. Whereas for us in Australia, only a very, very small minority lost their lives. I think in Western Australia, uh, maybe only a couple of people, two or three people died of COVID. It's like you know, doesn't even compare to the rest of the world. So we, when we hear that a thousand people died a day in India, let's say, of COVID, we dehumanize it. We say, oh, well, that's in India, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know. There's, there's a billion people there. And that's uh, a lack of empathy. I mean, they are human beings. They have the same values as uh, we have. They have children. They have mothers. They have fathers, you know. But we dehumanize it because they're not so close to us. You know, in the tsunami, I don't know, 200,000 people died. So, you know, it's like, so what, 200,000 people died. To the Western mind, that's no big deal. But if a child on your street got hit by a car, it's like the biggest uh, drama in the world because it's so close and it's so personal. So, what's the difference between a, a child dying in Australia and a child dying in, I don't know, Indonesia? There should be no difference. But we dehumanize people and that's why we lack em- that's an example of lacking empathy. Uh, number three, we blame victims. We can easily make the mistake of blaming the victim for his or her circumstances. So, you know, we have people who, let's say, um, are victimized, somebody let's say gets raped, God forbid, but you know, in the worst worst case. Um, then we say we can say, well, why did she dress up like that? Why did she go on the train like that? Why did she go on the train at 11 o'clock at night? It's like, you know, we, we blame the suffering and, uh, you know, the, the victim for something that they're not guilty of. And we don't exercise empathy. And sometimes we do this jokingly, but in reality, these are very, very harsh ways of looking at life. I don't think we fully understand that we were created as humans to coexist with one another, to love one another, to respect one another, to honor one another, to help one another. We are part of the same mold. I mean, whether you believe that, you know, I don't know how, what, what you believe is, I believe that we, we were created by God in the image of God to, to bring the image of God on earth. And every single person... Is God's creation, so I got to honor them, I got to respect them, I got to love them, and I got to share this life and this earth and this world with them. So, you know, otherwise we will segregate society, we will segregate, that's why we have discrimination, that, that's why we have racism, we've got so many issues in the world because we don't learn how to empathize and respect one another. So empathy is very, very important. How can you grow empathy? Well, I'm glad you asked. Even if you haven't asked, I'm going to give you the answers. (laughs) Okay. Make listening a priority. I'm going to say this over and over again. In fact, I'm going to do a show later on just on listening. Because if you get listening right, you get everything right. So listening is very, very important. Active listening. Listen with the ears and also listen with the heart. Did you know that you have Your heart has eyes, and your heart has ears. So learn to listen with the ears. Learn to go deep with a person. The only way you're going to empathize with somebody is if you can listen emotionally as well as mentally, logically. Number two, share in their feelings. Step beside yourself and adopt their emotion for a few moments. At the same time, know that you're not them but you can step from your own being into their shoes and grasp the emotion that they are feeling, the challenges they are going through, just for a little while. Not, as I said, not what you would feel instead of them if you were in the situation, but feel what they are feeling. So be them for a little while, and at the same time be separate for, from them so you can help them. Because if you become them, then you can't help them. But step alongside or step in their feelings for a while to understand them, so then you can assist them and lift them and give them hope, and give them direction, and give them optimism and guide them out of their issue. Okay? So sharing their feeling. Number three, relieve someone's suffering by taking action, carry some of their pain and bring optimism and hope. So, don't just share in their feelings, because they're sympathizing, but go deeper, and in one way or another, see what you can take away from them, in a sense. How much of the burden can you take away? What is one thing that you can do for that person, that after that conversation that you've had with them, you've lifted some of the oppression, or, or the pain, or the burden that they are carrying? Take some action, Relieve someone's suffering by taking action. And also lift them up and also give them, you know, hope. Give them something to look forward to. You know, help them see something they don't see. Because when they're at their lowest, they will not see that far. So lift their perspective, lift their horizon, and just help them bounce back from the situation they're, with, they're in. And also in a practical way, give them a lending hand. That is empathy. So the three ways of growing empathy, make listening a priority, sharing their feelings, number two, and number three, relieve someone's suffering by taking action. Well, I really hope that this sits well with you because we want to become more empathetic people. We want others to understand us. Everyone wants to be understood. Your children want to be understood. Your wife wants to be understood. Your husband wants to be understood. Everybody wants more understanding we too want to be understood. Why don't we offer that understanding to others more and more? Why don't we empathize more with others? We want people to empathize with us. We want people to know us. We want people to hear us. We want people to understand our emotions, what we are feeling, why this is unsettling us. And at the same time, we should be able to offer that same understanding, that same love, that same empathic, action towards others the whole world needs a lot more empathy so make sure that you are a carrier of this massive blessing to the people out there if you love this content please share subscribe distribute it to others as well rate it as well we love those five star ratings of course on apple podcasts and uh, empathize more see ways in which you can touch people and help people and there's an exercise here for you in the application down the bottom think of someone who needs your empathy right now and apply these three points to exercise empathy for them. Think of somebody in your circle, maybe in your family, maybe in your social extended circle, who need to be listened to and make listening a priority for them. How can you share in their feelings and how can you take some action to relieve some of their pain or some of their suffering? Just get involved, start doing this, become more aware socially what people are going through and you will be a huge blessing to the world out there. And by your contribution, let me tell you, we can transform this world. You do something better, I do something better, it's our own responsibility. Once we understand it, we fly with it, we just go with it, and this place will become better because you are becoming
0: better. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was A Bit of Clarity.